Hello and thank you for joining us for our fourth supplier interview in celebration of Clerkenwell Design Week. For today's episode I've been joined by Lauren and Richard from Eagie Carpets. Thank you for joining me Lauren and Richard. Well, thanks thank you so very much, much for having us. Yeah, it's yeah, great thank to you. have you here. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your roles within the company? Absolutely. So I'm a key account manager. Um, I work in a broader team of the specification team. So we've got um, a few of us that work in London. I work with interior designers and architects in London, but mainly look after the ones that are in the E or EC postcode. So helping them with their projects mainly commercial projects where they need help specifying carpets, rugs, whether that's wall-to-wall, carpet tiles, planks, um, and yeah, assist them to get that specified. Fantastic. Uh, excellent. Yeah. So as I say, my name's uh, Richard. I've been with Eagie now for about four and a half years. I joined the company in a similar role to Lauren, uh, but now I'm national sales manager for the UK and Ireland uh, with the company. Uh, so I don't get to do so much of the fun stuff these days, obviously sort of working with uh, architects and interior designers. Uh, my life now seems to be sort of like strategy and spreadsheets and um, all of those kind of managementy things. But yeah, it's certainly been a fantastic few years and yeah, looking ahead uh, to the coming years as well. Fantastic. That's great. And obviously we are about to hit Clerkenwell Design Week, which is why we are recording this series of podcasts. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've got planned? Yeah, we're so excited. I can't believe it's next week. It's come yeah. around so quickly as it always so does, doesn't quick, it? Yeah. I always think you end Clark and World Design Week and you think I've got a whole year to like plan for the next one and then all of a sudden it's like next week. Yeah. But we've got lots of exciting things coming up. First things first, we've had a big re- refreshment of our showroom. We've like l- taken all the carpet up and redone it. So we've got lots of new collections in there for people to see. Um, and you can see lots of different formats of our carpets. So it's a really good thing to come in to have a little look. Um, we've got lots of workshops. We've got um, one of our designers, she's doing a workshop every day called a recolor workshop. So that's looking at one of our ranges that's customizable, um, taking some designs that we already have and working with a tool that we have on our website called our recolor tool to really look at these patterns and designs and recolor them. So say you see something you like, but you're not quite sure of the color, she's gonna teach you and talk you through step-by-step step how to recolor that. And then everybody has the chance to submit their design and win a rug at the end oh, of the week. Wow. That's so yeah, really so cool. I love that. We're, yeah, we're saying to our clients, get practicing now, have a little look at what yeah. designs you want. Oh <laughs> get practicing. Absolutely. And then, Apart from that, we've got some cake decorating, cupcake decorating. We've partnered with Dyson. So we've got them in on Wednesday and Thursday, some hairstylists. So they're coming in using their air wraps and all their latest technology so people can book in to get their hair done. We've got a workshop with a sleep therapist. Um, And we've also got a workshop with crown paints. They're going to be talking through different colours and how that's mood boosting and doing a bit of an interactive workshop with that. So lots going on. Um, it's going to be a busy on, time. It really is. It's gonna, mm. We're excited, but we're daunted at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> on the Wednesday as well, we've got a little um, in, in the evening, if anyone can't get out in the day and wants to come visit, come and have a drink with us. We've got little sundowners. So yeah, Sounds come wonderful. chill with us. Come, yeah, come get creative. 
I think that's that's amazing. We were chatting with with sort of our team in the in the studio um, just this week. So you know what what are they most excited about? And they said Clarkmar Design Week's so innovative and so creative, and they learn so much, and we get so inspired. But it's also about networking. Oh, massively, isn't it? I think that's the beauty of Clarkmar Design Week. It's such a creative week where people can kind of get out of their head a little bit with their creative jobs, but they can yeah. do something for themselves. But then it's a massive, yeah, networking opportunity, isn't it, across the board for so many different types yeah. of people. I think it's great. It's fantastic. And it's, you know, not a lot of industries do that. No, do it's they? true. And I have to say, uh, sorry to uh, interject, but I think with uh, Clark Mile Design Week, yes, there are design festivals in many other countries, uh, but in terms of the scale, uh, the vibe, and all of those little facets of CDW, yes, the, the social aspect with the networking um, and all of the workshops and activities, which sometimes aren't exactly product related. Again, uh, obviously, we've got the cake decorating and the hair care with Dyson. Uh, it just it's unique. I don't think there's really anything else quite like it in the world. And I mean, obviously, Clerkenwell uh, as an area, uh, yes, it's where the majority of London A&D is uh, uh, clustered. I think it's got the highest density of A&D per square mile of anywhere in the world. Um, and then, yeah, throw into the mix like 130 odd showrooms and all of the pop up exhibition spaces, which I think, I think adds in like another 300 manufacturers. And it's just, yeah, it's epic. There's nothing yeah. else like it. It's, it's sort of it is a big uh, build up and a lot to plan and prepare uh, but it's worth it yeah and, uh, absolutely yeah. Mm-hmm. and it, you know we were saying it's it, for for us it's it's about getting closer to our suppliers mm. and building more of a personal connection um, we're partnering we're all there with the same ambition of creating beautiful spaces um, whether it's from a design point of view or a supply point of view, we've all got the same goal and it's it's really special to bring that all together. Absolutely. I completely mm. agree. Yeah. So Iggy is a Danish company. Am I right? It yeah. is indeed. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, we've got okay. quite a, a long history with uh, I think we were uh, first established back in 1938. Yeah. How do you think that affects your sort of approach to design with within carpets? So I think with uh, a lot of our products, there is definitely that sort of uh, Danish, Scandinavian influence with that sort of uh, that very Scandi look, that minimalism. Um, and you see that come through in a lot of our uh, flat woven carpets. Uh, which are incredibly popular. It's it's a little bit different from the more traditional sort of loop and tufted products. Yes, we offer uh, those as well. Um, but although, yes, we do take a lot of influence from sort of uh, Denmark and uh, the local region, uh, where we've obviously grown over the years into being a, a truly international brand, our products and designs uh, really need to be sort of uh, able to address all markets because, again, yeah. Uh, within different regions of the world, uh, there's maybe certain design preferences towards maybe things that are more geometric as opposed to sort of organic uh, color palettes as well. If you were to compare the European market with the North American market or the uh, Middle East market, again, you have all of these huge variations. So you actually have to be sort of these days very broad in approach. And I think that's possibly one of our strengths is because there's so much uh, capability in terms of uh, bespoke and customization, 
and uniqueness. We're very uh, adaptable um, in, in that sense. Yeah, that's great. I mean, we, we are seeing a lot of trends sort of steering towards that Scandinavian style of design at the moment anyway, aren't we? So Absolutely, um, yeah. That must really be going in your favour. Uh, well, yeah, and again, uh, the, the flat woven products uh, that we have, we're enjoying sort of huge interest and uh, success with those, whether it be in a broad loom uh, or uh, carpet tile formats. Um, and we also offer rugs as well. So we're quite a broad church in that respect. Mm. But with the new collection that we launched last year called Eco uh, as a concept comprises, I think, uh, five different designs. But they're our most uh, sustainable designs to date in terms of uh, using regenerated yarns. Also, a, a big part of sort of sustainability and uh, economy is looking at life cycle as well. So we worked with uh, a colour alchemist, um, a lady called Margaret Oggard, uh, if I've pronounced that correctly. And she's created this most amazing palette of 56 colours, uh, which are inspired by natural uh, minerals and gemstones. Oh, wow. So because there's that sort of natural uh, connection and through the choice of that colour development, uh, they shouldn't be colours that date quickly. So again, uh, they can be down on the, the floor for sort of 10 plus years and not look sort of like a, a horror from yesteryear. Yeah. So that's a big part. It's actually sort of using colour that has a long sort of lifespan to it. But within that collection, uh, everything's very interchangeable in, in terms of how it works uh, You've got sort of the very grounded neutrals. Uh, you've got the more sort of social uh, tones as well. And then there's even uh, a section of the palette where you've got what we call the diva colours, which have got a little bit more punch and zing to them. But yeah. Brilliant. I think that's really interesting when we talk about sustainability, but actually the product life cycle, you know, making something or specking a, a product that's going to be fit for purpose for a longer period of time so that it's not going to date. You're not going to have it down for five minutes and hate it. You know, it's it, it's something that really complements your overall design. Yeah, yeah I think a lot a lot of things that can be used in projects nine times out of ten, if they're going to be replaced, it's not because necessarily there's something wrong with it or it's worn out. It's because because trends change and like people yeah. want to refresh so I think, yeah, it's really important to kind of think a little bit more um, long term with your design, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Especially with something as sort of as costly as carpet, you mm. know, huge spaces. It can be a it can be a real sort of take a massive hit on your budget, can't it? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so carpet is more than something to just add that sort of comfort and colour to a space. It also helps with sort of well-being, too. Can you explain mm. a little bit more about that to us? Yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, sort of in terms of well-being and again, maybe if we're thinking in the context of workplace, acoustics is hugely important. It's it's an open plan uh, landscape in the workplace. The floor is uh, obviously occupies uh, the most area and it is hugely critical in terms of uh, both the background noise, that sort of chatter with the absorption um, but also the impact noise absorption as well certainly here in the UK uh, in commercial raised access floor is kind of the norm and you've got that void underneath which almost sort of creates a bit of a boom box so again the carpet uh, tile is really critical there uh, in helping but I think with well-being, you can look at so many different uh, facets. Um, indoor air quality uh, is hugely important. All of our products achieve uh, a gold rating for indoor air, air quality. Um, and again, it's sort of um, two aspects to that. So a lot of people perceive carpet as being 
maybe sort of not as clean as say like a a, a hard floor. Uh, but actually, when you've got uh, carpet fibres, uh, they're critical to trapping a lot of sort of fine particulate matter like dust. Um, whereas if you've got a hard floor, yes, it's um, you could put a mop over it. You you'd obviously don't mop a carpet. Um, but however, as soon as someone walks into that room, all of that sort of dust that's um, that's settled on a hard floor just wafts back up into yeah. the air. But with a carpet, again, those fibres, put the hoover over it or vacuum cleaner. And again, it, it has a huge benefit there. Looking at sort of taking the, the well-being out to uh, an even broader level, um, actually, yes, there's the colour and there's the comfort, um, but also actually the, the design itself. Um, you can uh, create that sort of nod uh, to nature, bringing the outside inside, that biophilic uh, element as well. And again, it's all contributing towards well-being and going back to sort of the colour that you mentioned, Rosie. Um, yes, there's all the colour psychology which ties in, which is very interesting in terms of sort of calming and sort of stimulating uh, who thought there could be so much to, <laughs> to come? Yeah, I know there's so, there's so much to think about, isn't there? You know, and it, it sort of goes back to this whole like, activation of the senses as well, mm. doesn't it? If you, if you look as well, where you traditionally see a lot of carpet in design, it's hospitality, isn't it? Yeah. So you go to hotels, you think it's home away from home, but you want a little bit more of luxury, a little bit more comfort. So traditionally, you see how carpet can be used and rugs can be used to give, like, to help your well-being there. Yeah. But I think we're noticing more and more, especially since the pandemic, people were, are working differently, aren't they? So workplace design is often taking a nod to hospitality design, yeah. and I think that's what we've done with our showroom design recently. We've taken an, an approach of combining workplace design with hospitality Brilliant. because we want to create more of a, like a, a warmer space, a more yeah. homely space for people to feel like they can work from there. That's and lovely. I think like with any any of like the offices that we're coming back into after the pandemic, they're thinking, how can we design differently to keep people here? Because people are very comfortable mm. working from home. Yeah. So you're thinking of people's well-being and people's behaviour, their movement in the spaces. Mm. And I think carpet and rugs really do add to that. We're taking a nod from hospitality, but putting that into a workplace design. So I think yeah. there's lots of different things. You can look at texture, colours. Um, and that real luxurious feel to kind of make people want to stay in an area, which is yeah. quite an interesting conversation, isn't it? It really is. And you know, I love what you said there about, you know, looking at how hospitality do it to mm. inform how the workplace could be better. We work across multiple sectors, but we tend to find hospitality leads the trends. Yeah, okay, which absolutely. is really interesting. Mm. Um, I'm from a hospitality background. I worked in hotels for 15 years before joining Tonic. Um, and, you know, I remember one of the hotels I worked in installed a bright orange carpet in their biggest meeting room. And I was so <laughs> upset. I was like, what have they done? <laughs> I'm not going to be working from here. <laughs> it was really upsetting. But going back to the work workplace bit, you know, now we find like in the office, everyone's on calls all the time and you need to balance the space in order to make sure that the sound doesn't just boom yeah. out, you know, throughout the whole office and pe people don't want to hear your conversations. No, so it's really important. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, so you've worked on some pretty high end projects in the past, haven't you? I, I know we, we sort of had a good look on your website and saw the likes of John Paul Gautier let me say that right 
Jean-Paul Gaultier <laughs> <laughs> and the Design Museum in Denmark. Um, mm -hmm. Can you tell us a bit about these projects, what goes into, into them? I mean, with yeah. uh, a lot of our projects, uh, some of them have uh, an incredibly sort of high level of uh, uh, design. Um, but actually, some of sort of uh, the most interesting and striking uh, projects, actually, the the design work can be incredibly simple. Um, again, sort of the, the Jean-Paul Gaultier reference that you made, actually, for some of the areas, it was just, uh, again, a very simple uh, white and blue stripe. Obviously, that's the iconic thing that everyone, everyone associates mm -hmm. with Jean-Paul Gaultier. Um, uh, so actually, sort of, yeah, to create a, a simple striped carpet, that's one thing. Um, but then, yes, actually, when you've got um, uh, maybe sort of uh, things like design museums and there's uh, some other examples that we've done where actually working with uh, maybe um, the artist uh, or the designer, uh, the, the carpet can actually begin its design journey, maybe as a, a watercolour painting, um, an actual sort of hand drawing uh, or even something sort of photographic. Uh, and then uh, that concept can uh, go through various stages of development. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's then sort of digitised. Uh, it can be manipulated again, sort of working within the software. You begin, you can begin to sort of change scale, uh, colours and work in the different layers. And then, yeah, there's generally some sort of back and forth in that refinement of the process. Obviously, the more complex it is, um, but having this amazing uh, design team with our local concept designers here in the UK with Rhiannon and Georgia, um, but then also uh, a huge team of designers in Denmark and around the world for all of those sort of more uh, technical and creative aspects to bring it in uh, to that sort of point of production. Again, with the, the technology that we're very fortunate uh, to have as a manufacturer, uh, the, the things that we can achieve um, really sort of, yeah, is, is mind blowing. And again, that sort yeah. of resolution, I mean, uh, a dye injection spot <clears throat> within our Highline process, we're, we're talking like a single uh, pixel is around about one millimeter in size. So if you can imagine sort of that detail that you can get um, within uh, the design uh, and how you can begin to blend all of the different uh, dyes to create all these accent colors actually at the points of production, it opens up a really vast uh, color palette. Um, whereas some other sort of more uh, traditional methods, you're maybe restricted to a very small color bank of maybe sort of, I know, six or eight colors uh, in total. Uh, so yeah. Uh, to be able to open that up uh, to something much bigger uh, is quite yeah. exciting. I mean, the tech, the, the technology that goes into it and the evolution of that is just, it's just crazy, isn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah. I think working with these kind of projects, they're amazing and they're so creative. And I think with all the product projects that we get to work on, we can have like a real, like, it's such a creative process. But what's really important to us is to really work collaboratively with the designers and the end users. I think the beginning of this whole journey of any kind of project is to kind of understand what their brief and their their vision is for the project, because we can't really deliver on something if we don't understand that. And we know mm. we appreciate that it's a quite a big journey to get to the end result. Mm. So as much time and collaboration that we can have with the designer up front see any mood boards, any imagery that they've been inspired by. So that if if they come to us with something specific, absolutely amazing. We know where to start from. But if they yeah. don't, we then can take a lot of inspiration from what they've been inspired by. And I think that's quite a big part of the process of getting anything like this and a, yeah. a creative process in motion. 
Um, and then we can go down the road of like the amazing te technology and the teams that we have to support that. But that collaboration at the beginning and throughout that journey is really important to us. Yeah, I mean, collaboration, it's it, it's key, isn't it? Mm. I think that, you know, and, and that's what, you know, Clark and Wild Design Week enables us as a design company, you guys as a, as a supplier to really allow that those collaborations to spark and you know that that's what's really exciting about it having that common goal and that yeah end vision um it's not easy but no. it's, it's so exciting when you get there and you get the result and it looks incredible absolutely and I think as like working for a manufacturer and a supplier we appreciate we're looking at like one tiny bit of a project mm. so when we talk to designers and architects they're looking from everything from floor to ceiling and everything in between so if we can take one part of that and go right we're going to try and make this as easy as possible for you and mm. do what we can that's that's where we love to be able to help yeah. and that's lovely for us because we know that you're putting the care and attention into one specific aspect of design mm. you know for for our team that having to overlook the whole design you know we can't be experts in you know carpets curtains of course uh, wallpapers you know we can't so be many little... everything you have to such a broad knowledge yeah. so it's it's always lovely to to have these opportunities to work so closely mm. with, with you on that sort of thing so absolutely yeah. You got anything exciting coming up that you want to tell us about? Oh, other than Clark about Design Week, wow! Uh, <laughs> like, literally, well. my brain is so deeply focused on uh, Clark Design Week. I'm, I'm, as soon as I get to the first of June, then I've reset my brain. I think. Uh, yeah, that's uh, but, I mean, in terms of uh, exciting things uh, that we've got coming up, um, obviously, uh, as a Danish manufacturer, uh, in June we have uh, three days of design in Copenhagen. Uh, obviously, uh, European uh, capital of design uh, for this year. Uh, so that's going to be sort of quite a big thing for us. Uh, being obviously, yeah, it's uh, uh, home turf, as it were. Yeah. Uh, also. Uh, yeah, I suppose more locally, we've got quite a, a busy year uh, ahead. Things like Mixology Awards just around the corner, um, where uh, we've been uh, very fortunate to be nominated as a, a finalist. But obviously, good luck um, to all the other uh, finalists on the night as well. Uh, and then, yeah, looking uh, further on, uh, going to be participating in Hicks again uh, this mm -hmm. year at the Design Centre. Uh, but that's obviously not till November, so a little while away. But yeah, there's a lot of fun and interesting events and activities uh, that we have on the calendar, as well as a number of uh, exciting new products, developments and launches. And some of those we're already starting to sort of see uh, now with Clark and Well Design Week um, to increase the sustainability of our carpets uh, even further. Um, so yeah, there's uh, it's certainly a lot of material innovation here at EG this year with also the introduction of uh, circle back for take back on broadloom carpet uh, which is a big uh, milestone step for us uh, also the take back of uh, used carpet tiles here in the UK working with uh, actually other manufacturers a specialist company called uplifted um, which grades uh, cleans and then those carpet tiles uh, are then being directed through into uh, social housing here in the UK oh, wow. That's really good. Uh, so, yeah, real sort of positive 
um, uh, solution there, because although actually the UK has uh, made huge strides in terms of sort of the diversion of used carpets from landfill, um, there's still uh, a long way to go on that journey as an industry. Um, but we're actually making some really good progress now. Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a good year. Yeah, exciting times. That's great. Um, Lauren and Richard, it's been really lovely chatting to you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you, thank you as well. It's been really enjoyable. And uh, yeah, we look Speak forward soon. to seeing you at Clerkenwell Design Week. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Pop in. <laughs> yeah. We will. We will. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye bye.